Hi there, and welcome to JK We Are Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master today. And every day that you listen to JK We're Rolling. And what's a magician master? It's much like a game master or a, a dungeon master. We uh, use different terms, to, but I am the world builder, the referee, and everybody's favorite guy. And whose favorite guy am I? Let's meet those people now. Hey guys, my name is Nadine Kühn and I play Sassly Mary Nature Spring. Sassly is an arcane sciences mage who went to Neudrachenberg to figure out how to fly. Because she did create herself accidentally wings, but these wings, they don't fly. So here I am in Neudrachenberg making these wings fly. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting. <laughs> keep, keep waiting, keep waiting. <laughs> waiting, keep waiting. <laughs> it's going to happen at some point. Hi guys, it's me, Lucas Fischer. I play Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world. And we all know what Jasper wants. That is, trying and find a place to belong. And I'm sure that maybe some of you can help him. <laughs> <laughs> please write us in our P.O. box. Please, uh... please help him. <laughs> He's also a family man, so he also wants to have a family. So if you are not married... Yeah, but he comes with a pet. He, com he comes he with comes a pet. So if pet. you have a problem with snakes, <laughs> think about sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> Getting so much hate mail to the P.O. box. I hate snakes. <laughs> I hate snakes. We uh, do not have a P.O. box. But if we should have one, then uh, write us on our Instagram. They're just going to send you snakes. I was like, yeah, if you should have, send us a snake. You're going to open up your P.O. box and it's going to be full with like 10 snakes. I'm Sebastian Kinder and I play Eric Miller, a musician, magician with a troubled past. His family likely doesn't know that he exists at all. We get to a solution at some point, somewhere in time. Most likely not today because bureaucracy. Hussah! <laughs> so... So melancholy. Just more and more melancholy every episode. <laughs> Hi there. Still my family still doesn't know who I am. It's episode 3520. <laughs> it's just one year from now he just goes, Eric Miller, no family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Eeyore. He's like, oh bother. <laughs> Great. And we are once again by uh, the dad who's a little mad, uh, but sure is glad to see his sass Lee. Uh, and that is Nate Huntley. Thank you so much for being here again, Nate. Of course. Hello, everyone. I am Nate Huntley. I am playing Fredly Mary Nature Spring. I'm just everybody's favorite dad, and I'm a tad peeved off being here. Oh. Um, I'm just your typical mustache spouting, cargo short wearing, sandals with socks kind of guy. And I'm here to bring Sassley back home. And we wouldn't have him any other way. And my question today is while we have him, you know, we got to talk to Fred Lee while we got him. Ooh. So, Nate, <laughs> um, what is one of Fred Lee's favorite memories about Sassley? Um, one of my favorite. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. So one of By the friend... way, now you know the the absolute like horror that my players feel every episode <laughs> when I surprise them with random questions and they're like, "Right, no, yes." I I love it. I love it. One of my uh one of Fredley's favorite memories with Sassley was when um we were out flying a kite. Um one afternoon, Sassley was just a young pixie elf at the time, and she was so excited by flying the kite that she actually wanted to make a bigger kite and attach herself to it so she could feel like she sure. was flying so i like was running it sounds like sassley and uh we went in this field and then it, it got a little uh it got a little out of hand she got a little too high and her mother came out and started screaming at us and so i had to reel her back in and the whole whole village was watching now as we were both just getting yelled at and um, <laughs> that was that was the last time. Yeah, that was it. She she was safe, and uh, I think I I was I was hoping after that that she'd be a little scarred, but um, she apparently just got a taste of what she always wanted. So <laughs> I love that this is his favorite moment because we both got yelled at. We, it's a, it was one of those bonding moments that brings you closer, exactly. But I love that he's like, she was safe. I had it under control the whole she, time. I, I had it under control. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh and yeah. Jesse's like, higher, Dad. Higher. Come on. Higher. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> Just tossing her into the air. But if anybody can do it, Sassley can. Yeah, anybody else have a favorite moment of Sassley? Feel free to say no, and I'll cut this. <laughs> <laughs> Sassily, what's your favorite memory of Sassily? What do you mean? I like my whole life. Everything is amazing. Perfect. So I think on that note, we don't want to wait any longer before we get back into this thrilling adventure at the DMV or the Oh, someone German say it. The Autozeug, no, no, the Fahrzeugbehörden. Kraftfahrzeugbehörde? What do you mean? I was just about to say it, but but they beat me to it. <laughs> this, welcome to my life at the Fahrzeugbehörde. Uh, the Fahrzeugbehörde. Close, close, but no, but close. <laughs> I, I, I have this written down somewhere because I was like, I'll never remember. The Kraftfahrzeugbehörde. Yes, that's Yay! where you. That's where Ooh. you are, and. You are in the middle of your class. You're about halfway through. Uh, you've done a great job so far. And right now, all is calm and all is bright inside the DMV. Uh, and hopefully it'll stay that way. I don't see any reason why it would get any worse. But uh, I don't want to wait to find out. So let's get on into it. Without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Last time on JK, we are rolling. As we returned from the Urbaum and prepared to get ready for class, Mildred knocked on the door with an unexpected surprise. It was Cecily's father. Yeah, he had received an invitation for parent visiting day and was determined to bring Cecily back home to the Pixie Shire. Before he could whisk her away, however, Ross Ehrenmann appeared and personally invited Fredly Naturespring to take our next class with us. Being a big fan of Director Ehrenmann, Fredly couldn't refuse and joined us for our Zauberless Relations and History class with Loris Folivre. Many of our classmates' parents were there too, but we didn't have time to talk to them before Loris sent us off into another illusion. This was one of the most difficult challenges of all. A trip to the DMV. With 20 minutes on the clock, Mr. Naturespring is helping us move things along as quickly as possible in this hectic and chaotic set. 
but we were only halfway done when John Poltrain came to us by possessing one of the illusion people in the DMV. He warned us of a dangerous, angry feeling coming from our specific group and then was sucked out of the illusion by some unseen force. Oh, hopefully we can finish this assignment before this assignment finishes us. So there you four stand in kind of the middle of the DMV. And right now all is calm and placid. Little kid Billy is back in the back of the DMV uh, with his mother being kind of reined in a bit. There is a couple uh, looking at the numbers uh, tick away at the front of the DMV. They are sitting next to each other, holding hands and humping, humming, my heart will go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> what a Freudian slip. You said they're humping, my heart will go <laughs> on. Hubbing, hubbing, I said. That's not the only thing that's going Re on and on, I'll tell the you audio. that. Replay the audio. <laughs> uh, but this is a non-explicit podcast, so they aren't. <laughs> you have cured one gentleman of his low blood sugar, and uh, there is a baby that someone somehow managed to stop crying, but it was not Wilbur the Snake. Uh, you are all centered there in, in the DMV. And I think most importantly, you were just visited by John Paul Train, one of the resident ghosts or Wiedergänger here in Neudrachenberg. Uh, ghosts are able to manipulate themselves within illusions. Uh, we've seen John kind of see through uh, invisibility before, so we know they have this ability, and he told y'all he was feeling a lot of anger coming from y'all's particular uh, session in Loris Folivre's class, and as he said that, he was kind of sucked out like a genie going back into its lamp right out of the illusion that y'all are in right now, and he said, whoa, that's a really strong force. Something's just throwing me right out right now. Well, he actually said, whoa, something's throwing me right out of here. You stay cool, cool cats. And he went on his way. So you have just had this very strange encounter with John Poltrain, who had taken over the bodies of one of the illusioned folks that are in there with you, who now is just a regular dude staring at you, like, just blinking. Uh, he's just, he's just an illusion. He's, he doesn't have anything to do until he has something to do. So he's just staring at Jasper and blinking. So there you are. You're about halfway through this class. You started with 20 minutes to finish your assignment, and you've gone through five minutes of that within the first half of your class. Not too bad. To start us off, I'm going to roll again on my Disasters of Mundane Variety chart, or my DMV chart, to see what happens. I'm going to roll a d6, and that's going to randomly decide what you have to deal with. Okay, so as you are standing there, a new woman walks in. She has long, dark hair. She's wearing just like a striped, long-sleeved t-shirt. She walks in and she settles her eyes on the couple in the front row who've been singing My Heart Will Go On and On. Oh, no. And she walks up to them and she goes, Dan, no. you're here with her. I can't believe this. And the spell is broken. Like this just Dang. snaps them out. And the other woman turns to Dan and just slaps him on the knee and says, You've got to be kidding me. Rhonda, st is this for real right now? <laughs> These three clearly have a past, and they are 
exploding that just immediately the women are beginning to yell at each other. The guy is flustered. He's trying to get in the middle and calm it down. You guys don't know what this is about right now, but this is clearly out of control. Everybody in the DMV is like wickedly uncomfortable, including, unfortunately, the clerks and the people who are supposed to be getting their paperwork done at the front of the room. So this has halted things. Things are ground to a stop. <laughs> um, Eric, you are the first with an action. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> that is an uncomfy situation. I'm just standing next to the illusion who was blinking at me. I'm just blinking as well. So I'm fine, Eric. <laughs> just go your way. Yeah, you, you two are having a staring contest. This is not helping anybody in the class, but uh, Jasper, you're winning. Who? Congratulations. Ah, dang, those three. We just had those two. <sighs> no, no, you just settled I them down. I don't think Rhonda also has my heart built on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not think that is the case. <laughs> Can you imagine all of the, the, the three of them? They're like, nee, <laughs> Or maybe something from High School Musical. We're all in this together. <laughs> I hate it. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Trying to cast the spell on those two will be more difficult this time. Oh, go for Zauberschlag. <laughs> just knock them out. Just knock them out. And <laughs> yeah, just blind them. Just blind them, Eric. Always knock an them option. out and blind them. <laughs> <laughs> but I can try to de-escalate the new one at least right now. A little bit. Sure. Why, why not? I have the influence spells. Just let me use them. Bleed you need. It's going to be a, a good good day today. It rolled three natural 20s in our last session, so... <laughs> I know! <laughs> can't be much better than that. <laughs> um, yeah, this this time I just just rolled a natural 19, so that's Whoa. 22. Okay, <laughs> that is going to work on the first woman uh, in this. So the, the new woman who walked in, who you know whose name is Rhonda. Rhonda. So you walk up behind Rhonda, you point your wand at her, and... You whisper, lead you need in a panic. You're sweating. This is lead you need. Not only is this hindering your work in class, it's also just awkward. It's awkward for everybody there. Honestly, shameless. But you see this woman who is truly in an altercation, like a full on altercation with this other woman. She just stops cold and looks at this other woman and says, <laughs> I haven't decided what the song was. <laughs> <laughs> She just looks at the other woman who's fighting at her and she goes, I'm not going to write you a love song because you need. And the other woman thinks she's fighting with her still. She's like, I know that, Rhonda. That's not you. That is you're being so deflective right now. Unbelievable. Dan, how do you put up with this? So uh, you haven't solved the problem, but the um, Rhonda is jamming like, she, you know, she's really in her own world in the way that you know that lead you need typically works. Guys, do something, please. <laughs> Jasper, you've got the next action. Can you please keep your snake inside of your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Keep your snake out of it. Picture it. Um, <laughs> Jasper standing there, still holding his book because he wanted to try to get the, you know, the kid, Billy was his name, I think, wanted to show him a picture. So he got the book in his hand and he just... While while the the girls were arguing or more fighting, he he went through the pages and then he came across a page calling like de-escalating 101. 
And that looked interesting to him. That's in How to Be a Witty Wizard. I just thought he said he still has the book and he goes over and he hits Dan with the book on the head. <laughs> no, just like Billy. I show him a very interesting picture. No. Um, yeah, and then he goes towards them and to the other girl. No, no, wait, do I get to the man? Do I get to Dan? Yeah, I probably get to Dan. Dan's okay. trying to de-escalate this and not helping. Like, you know when people get in the middle of things and are like, obviously making it worse. He's just got that kind of ineptitude. Um, excuse me, sir, 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 Mr. Dan. What? what? Uh, uh, sorry, little guy. I'm a little busy. Uh, you're not little. You're like one of the tallest <laughs> people there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dude. Uh, I'm trying to deal with this right now. I'm a little busy. Yes, yes. And maybe, maybe I can help you, sir. Because, you know, I have a book here which says oh, that maybe if you want to de-escalate a situation, there are some or two things that you could do in order to uh, yeah get it done more safely and uh, with with a better success um okay what, what are you a psychologist are you like a relationship counselor well let me say i'm a very good friend okay okay <laughs> do i have to use influence points um i don't i don't truly understand what you're trying to do yet so me neither but we will get there okay probably you will have to use influence points okay so so sir may i call you dan you know we are now in a situation you know yep that's that's my name i'm dan okay so i'm jasper hi you can call me jasper hey jasper He's like trying to get that. He's like really worried about the women. <laughs> Listen, Dan, you have to focus now. Here on my in my book, it says, number one, you have to untie your necktie. Do we have a necktie? Yes, he is wearing a necktie. <laughs> well, then please untie it. Okay. Um. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's wearing like a red necktie with like little yellow dots, the kind that like. I don't know, it's like a school teacher necktie looking kind of thing. Uh, and he, he loosens it a bit and he's like, okay. Tesla's very interested in that. And she's like <laughs> coming a little closer and like looking at the whole situation, like almost like an accident, but she's very curious. <laughs> and Friendly standing right next to you and being like, I'm not really sure what he's going for here. We have to wait. Jasper has incredible, crazy, stupid ideas. And sometimes they work. It's fun. Just look. All right. I just imagine... <laughs> Eric still standing behind Rhonda and just slightly peeking around her to get a look at what Jasper exactly is doing there. <laughs> so y'all are all standing a little too close around this group now, but but Dan is like trying his best to follow Jasper's lead. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, that that's that's great then. That's great then. You do you do great. Okay, so step two, let me read. Mm. Now you go to the girl you truly love. Which is the girl that you truly love? Is it Rhonda or the other one? That's Tina. Tina Tina's my girlfriend and uh, I really love her. And uh, <laughs> Rhonda is just like a past thing. It's a little complicated, but like we're working through some stuff. Um, and this is clearly just a misunderstanding. Oh no, that's going to be a problem. Oh my. And Cecily walks towards Rhonda and she's like putting her hand on her back. <laughs> like, what What do I do when I go to Tina, when, when, I, when I talk to Tina? What you're gonna do is, you take your necktie, you give it to Tina, and then, <laughs> and then you say, <laughs> "I don't know where this is going." <laughs> uh, we're all we're all on this ride now together, man. So, <laughs> better follow through. <laughs> Jasper is like getting really close to his ear, and then he's like whispering some magic words, and then he's like, "So then, you go with your necktie, you go to Tina, and say." About the thing with Rhonda. Let's call it a tie. 
Fredly overhears and goes, that's hysterical. <laughs> I told you. I love it. Crazy ideas. I told you. But the problem is they sometimes don't work. It's okay, Rhonda. It's okay. I, I will say this. Sometimes in a, in a situation this tense, someone can make a joke. Or say something so stupid <laughs> that it actually does diffuse the situation. Uh, so here's what I'll say. You can use influence points and however many you use will be how inspired Dan is with his delivery of this line. And I think I've never been so lost in a situation before, me as a player. So I think I would go for like all my points. <laughs> you can use all of them? Yes. Okay. Okay. There's three more rounds after this, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, I've never been that helpful before, so why should I be afterwards? Okay, so you use eight influence points. So I have zero now. <laughs> I will say with the sacrifice of eight influence points. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Dan is Dan is pumped. He thinks this is a great idea and is full of confidence that this is going to work. <laughs> and for the first time, you see this truly inept man have a little bit of swagger as he walks towards Tina and he he loosens his tie. He takes it off. She's like trying to get Rhonda's attention, but Rhonda is like somewhere else entirely right now. Rhonda doesn't even need to be at the DMV right now. She's just like hanging out and uh, hearing her favorite soundtrack in her head. And he grabs Tina around the neck with this necktie, ties it really fast. You know, she's pulled in a little bit closer to him and he, and he says, let's call it a tie. You know, you just hear him give give that final that that final line delivery, and she goes, "Dan, I, oh my god, you idiot!" Uh, <laughs> but but she seems to have this has just taken the robust anger out of her. She is left with only a smoldering chagrin at this point. Um, and you see that you've kind of diffused the situation. Uh, they they sit to kind of talk it out a little bit. Rhonda just uh, kind of wanders over somewhere by herself. She's doing her own thing. And well done. You have absolutely diffused <laughs> this situation. Yeah. Why not? Why would you ever question that? But, you know, Jasper <laughs> is standing there holding the book, and then he turns to Eric and Cecily and, and of course, to <clears throat> Mr. Mr. Rosemary, and this is... You know, sir, Mr. Rosemary, I think now I have an idea of what it feels having an own child. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you call my father like my mother? My mother is Rosemary Nature Spring, but he's Bradley Nature Spring. <laughs> you, you, can call me, you can call me Mr. Mary if you'd like. Oh, Mr. Mary. Ooh. That, that's what my wife calls me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and you should totally go and when you're ever in a fight say let's call it a tide and i want to be there when you do that <laughs> yeah i i think if i said that to your mother i'd be kicked out of the house for at least a week i think so too remember like last christmas you all had to sleep outside but it was fun i also came outside <laughs> i i do remember that <laughs> okay so i'm gonna roll on our dmv <laughs> table once more okay so Things kind of simmer down for a second, and you finally believe you are making some progress when suddenly you see in the back left corner near the benches. Well, you hear it before you see it. You just hear, like, 
it doesn't even make sense to you at first. The sound of liquid spilling ice hitting the ground. It's, you know, you, you know that sound of like ice in a kind of plasticky cup. And as you turn around, oh, no. you see there is a gentleman there who for some ungodly reason had three like super size me big gulp sized drinks. He was not paying attention. He knocked them over with his foot and they just go out all over the ground. The entire left side of, of the DMV is completely under Mr. Pib now. It is just completely Mr. Pib. You see everybody's just, oh God, it's so sticky. They're clearly going to have to call in somebody, you know, like some maintenance guy to, to mop this up. Uh, this is a real, this is like an ungodly large spill. Uh, it's going to slow things down a bit for you. So I'm up, right? Yes, you are up. So uh, <laughs> what I would like to do is I'd like to go up to the uh, the counter at the DMV and go to the woman who's holding the broom. <laughs> and take it Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> this shenanigan will not be allowed. And, and no one even knows what you're referencing, you absolute fool. <laughs> Uh, there is no woman magically holding a broom in the room with you, but there might be uh, a utility closet or a janitor's closet somewhere, or for instance, a bathroom down the hall. This is like a normal building, so anything you might have access to in a normal building, this building will also have. All right, so so what I'd like to do is um, I, I've got these big old feet and I've got uh, socks that I, you know, Rosemary tells me I don't need them, but... but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take off my socks and put my sandals back on, and I'm gonna use these big old socks and try and just uh, soak up some of that, and just just collect it into a, into a general puddle, so we can you know get, keep it under control. Okay, I'm gonna have you roll two d20. I'm not gonna tell you either of them are for yet. So roll the first d20 and tell me what that All is, right. and roll the second d20 and then tell me what that is. Uh, five <laughs> and seventeen. Okay. The first D20 was for how you look without socks, how well you take care of your feet and, <laughs> and like just because you would think that the second that you take the socks off and that you're just wearing sandals normally, that that would improve your general look, you know, just kind of would seem a little more fashion forward. Mm -hmm. But for some reason on Fredly, it actually looks a little worse, like he takes it off and everyone's just, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't look very good. This is why you wear <laughs> socks. His feet are like a little too hairy. Like it's a little uncomfortable how hairy they are. Mm-hmm. I've been telling the missus. <laughs> There's a reason for the madness. Uh, your second roll was a 17, which was for how absorbent these, I mean, these are giant socks. Uh, and I just wanted to know, you know, were these like thinner socks, were these super thick, heavy duty uh, dad socks, which is evidently what they are with a 17. So this was three drinks worth of spill. And I'm going to say you can soak up one um, big gulp Mr. Pib worth of drink with these giant socks. So uh, you have one third of the spill kind of managed with these ungodly large socks. Um, but there's still a lot of room under Pib, so to say. Mm. Uh, Sassly, you are next up in line. Wow, I never tried anything like that. It's actually quite delicious, I find. Anyways... Um, is there a bathroom around? 
Um, you don't know. Uh, you can. Hello, everyone. Is there a bathroom around? <laughs> <laughs> My daughter has to go to the that's, bathroom. Someone help us. That's it's totally fair. Um, so <laughs> one of the guys who works just points at the main door. So it's you know it's not in this room. It's it's out in the hallway somewhere. He's like, it's over there. Okay, so I think I would like to run to grab like one or two rolls of toilet paper. Okay. Do you want to use a full run action? What are my options? So you don't know exactly where the bathroom is. You're going to have to investigate. But I'll let you investigate as a free action here if you want to, like, use a full running action to get out into the hallway and kind of move towards whatever you might see. I mean, they will have signs, right? I mean, says it will yes. run outside and see the signs. Public uh, service buildings so famous for their good signage. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I use a full running. Okay, um... That is fine. You don't need to roll for that, but roll for an investigation check. Four. Okay. Sassly, <laughs> you run out. Hold on. I'm going to be back in a second. <laughs> so, Sassly, you run out into the hallway, and you see three identical brown doors. There's one down the hallway to your right, one down your hallway to the left, and there's one more like right in front of you. They're all on the opposite door from you. There are also double glass doors heading further into the building. You're not sure which way the bathroom might be. I guess since we have men and women, there are three doors, two of them are bathrooms. You don't know. Oh, maybe it's the <laughs> unisex toilet. Huh? You're not sure. Hopefully you don't need a key. <laughs> That would be quite... Oh, my God. <laughs> I take the one to the front that I'm, like, walking towards to in the, the middle. one directly in front of you? Yeah. Okay. It's the fastest. Yeah, so you, you walk in that door, and unfortunately, it's just, like, a lighting panel, and there's some boxes in there. This is a storage room with some electrical stuff in it, but, like, there's... What else is in there? <laughs> like, <laughs> you see, like, piping for the air conditioning because this uh, building has central air and heating. I actually see a blanket somewhere, I feel. Uh, oh, you thought it was a blanket, but it's it's just a dust bunny, uh, and it crumbles as you touch it. How sad. Oh, no. Uh, there's nothing that you can use in this room, no. unfortunately. <laughs> that is going to be your action here. Uh, Eric. But I can look around a bit. <laughs> it's nice. <That's> interesting. Nice <laughs> place. <laughs> so, looking around in this room, there is nothing which could help us to soak up more of the stuff. Not not really at first glance. It's 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 a DMV. Uh, it's got all the stuff that you would normally find in a Department of Motor Vehicle building. Good to know. <laughs> okay. There was the one guy who had a little bit of his down with the food. Right, he had the guy with low blood sugar. He had a backpack with him. Okay. Maybe he got something like a uh, handkerchief, something like that. Maybe? Maybe? Okay, so you, you walk towards this guy at the front with the low blood sugar. Uh, he's sitting there next to a woman and they, they brought a day bag with them because they were prepared for the DMV. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, and and you and you ask him if he has anything in his backpack. Um, yeah, uh, uh, sorry. Um, you might have noticed the big spill over there, and I wondered if you maybe have something to help clean it up somehow. Oh, oh, wow, that's that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me see what I got in here. Uh, roll a roll a pure luck check to see if he has anything helpful in his bag. Fourteen. A fourteen. 
Uh, he's got some loose-leaf paper, but not much else in the backpack, unfortunately. Ah, dang it. Yeah. Eric, that's going to be your action this turn. Yeah, yeah. Totally fine. Uh, Jasper, you're up. Jasper is very, very cautious right now. Do you say cautious? I do. I mean, I do. Yeah, you do. You know, listeners just do what Michael would do. Um, so, <laughs> because he knows from his father back then um, that safety is always first. And now we have a safety problem here, a safety issue. So Jasper is running towards like the area where the whole drinks is spilled. Then he looks at his wand and then he says, oh, well, safety first, guys. So what do we need here? We need some some kind of a sign that, that tells people, caution, there's a wet floor. Okay. Um, just to make sure that maybe like the the people who are walking there, that they don't actually slip. Sure. So that we can continue with all the, you know, things we have to do there. And so he's uh, thinking about a Holzformer. Uh, whilst thinking about like He's making this, a cage, yeah, to make a wooden a wooden <laughs> caution uh, sign. Okay, uh, with Holtzformer, we're gonna try to make a an engraved sign that says "caution wet floor." <laughs> so roll for Holtzformer and and try to get a fifteen or higher. Oh, oh. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty far away from the shape of a wand. It's a seventeen. Oh yes! snap! Okay. Uh, so Jasper, cast the spell and tell me what happens. Holtz former. And as he said it, um, he, he he feels that the one is getting bigger and bigger, like he couldn't actually hold it anymore. And so he's getting loose of it. And then it kind of drops on the floor. And then he's like, you know, you have these crinkling noises from the wood. And then it's like jumping around while forming uh, shapes. And then you see that um, what appears is... Uh, Whoever does um, the sound design is so excited to find sound effects for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you have, like, a people around saying, Oh, what is this? You know, just for the sound designer. No, but... Um, oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that? What's happening? Oh, what's that? What is that? What is that, mommy? What's that? <laughs> What's that? I think I need a <laughs> pair of glasses. What anyway, what anyway, what, what you that? see is a is a quite big yeah, wooden sign that is, you know, it it flipped over because of you know I was dropping it, and so um, Jasper is getting it up and placing it right where it had to be. And what you see then is a nice wooden sign with the words "caution, very wet floor." And then you see a little. A uh, pixie elf who is, you know, stumbling. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. With a 17, we'll give you an artisanally made uh, sign. <laughs> in any case, uh, you are able to prop this sign up uh, in the way of people so that people who are entering, you know, you've, you've helped the flow of work. This isn't going to fix the problem, mm -hmm. but you've made it less of a problem. You've helped things go a little faster and instead of losing a full minute of time on your next round it'll only take a half a minute of time away to fix this issue and that is this round so with only two rounds left let's roll on our table once more i imagine that cecily is like in that room and building like a castle out of boxes like <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun i'm gonna stay here okay and so you've got this drink spilled on the floor and you set this sign up and you see somebody fall in front of you. That person, unfortunately, they're fine. They don't get hurt, but they make a loud sound. And you know who is standing pretty close to where oh, this no. spilled oh, no. is the mother with the baby. 
this guy just goes, whoa, what the God? And this baby just starts to and you didn't realize it before, but on the other side of the room is another baby. Mm. And that baby begins to cry as well. <sighs> you can almost see Billy starting to get worked up, but you didn't roll that bad, so <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Let us sing you the song of our people. <laughs> so Come on, Wilbur. Time to shine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did a lullaby. Yes, yeah, you did a lullaby for the last one. Uh, so you've got spill drink. Uh, half of half of the room is still under, or I should say not half anymore, but less than half the room is still under Mr. Pibb. And you've got two crying babies on either side of the room on the right and the left. Fredly, you're up first. Okay, so first of all, I don't know why it has to be a pixie elf that's slipping <laughs> and um, on the sign, but um, well, I'm, I'm going to do something that it's it's not a very interesting choice. But um, I, I slow, as I always say, slow and steady wins the race. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take those socks that I used in the last round and I'm going to take those over to the drinking fountain. I'm going to wring them out so I can increase their absorbing powers once again and, and get another get another one of those big gulps into those socks. Perfect. Uh, the magnificently large Fredly socks we've already established are very absorbent and you can easily get another third of the Mr. Pib spill into those socks. So this has this was an ocean of Pib. It turned into a small lake of Pib. You've now turned it into Pib Pond in the back corner. Pib Pond. Oh, yeah. Pib Pond. Uh, everyone's favorite pond. If only that pond had been there when the guy had low blood sugar earlier. But that's not how it works. You know, that's just life. Yeah, that's life. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks I'm thanks, just Bradley. agreeing with you is all. Uh, okay. Uh, that'll be your turn, Fredly. Sassly, you are in some kind of... Uh, <laughs> Some kind of closet, some kind of electrical closet. Did you say there's like a, a dusted rabbit? Uh, a dust, <laughs> a dust bunny. It just means a pile of dust. <laughs> oh, I was like a dusted little rabbit. I hope he's not dead. But I was like, <laughs> just a rabbit that's been in there for like three years and just collected dust. One of the workers' pets just left their rabbit in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's been surviving on electrical cords. It looks at you with lonely eyes. Why am I in this illusion? So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it. So I, I just leave the room, slam the door closed. You don't have to use a run action to get into the hallway anymore because you're already there. Man, that room is a mess. <laughs> and I close it and I'm back there. Do I hear the babies crying? You definitely hear the babies crying. You can also, you can roll investigation again if you want to know what the other doors are in the hallway, but you definitely hear babies crying. No, I'm distracted by the crying. Okay, yeah, you can definitely try to get back in and immediately deal with the baby problem. So I run back into the room and I hear the crying and I look at... Ja Jasper and at Eric and I'm like I wonder I wonder if it would work it certainly calms Eric down I wonder guys yes come on join in Come 
Thank you, Dad. Going to Fazoli's. Wow, what a good song. Thank you all. That is, I would love to let it keep going, but we are on the time limit. That is a lullaby for the, for the baby. It's a beautiful lullaby. Super loud for both. For the babies. <laughs> well, I was going to say, since it goes sassly Eric Jasper... I would have let y'all combine influence points since you're all singing together and you have your three turns in a row to do a group sing. Jasper has no influence points. Uh, if anything, him joining in the song made it a little bit worse. But he has a beautiful voice. <laughs> Unfortunately, it just uh, was a little bit worse. He's helped in a lot of ways already today, but this was not his best moment. But if Sassley and Eric want to try to combine influence points to sing out loud and calm these babies... I will let you have a combined effort, or you can both try to target one baby with your action separately. We sang beautifully together. Absolutely beautiful. I feel like that was wonderful. Yeah. So I think we should do that. Like No reason not to take advantage, yeah. Okay, Sassley, how many influence points would you like to toss into the... Uh, proverbial pot i think i have five left because i used three already okay um so i would use three three okay and my and my beautiful voice that i, <laughs> and I that was beautiful what tesla did i want to put that in consideration That's true. <laughs> eric how many influence points would you like to add with your singing voice given that i didn't spend a single one so far i go with four Four. Yeah, your voice is a little more beautiful since you're musician, magician. So I give you credit for that. <laughs> so what happens is you sing out loud and proud. Jasper begins to sing, but Eric just claps a hand over his mouth. <laughs> just don't. Thank you so much. Just out of tune. Don't, don't help anymore. <laughs> but thank you. Um, <laughs> And you both sing your song out loud. And the baby that you sang the lullaby to before responds very similarly to how it did to uh, Fredly and Sassley's joint lullaby earlier in the evening. This baby really responds to that. The other baby starts to quiet down. And then as the other baby stops, it looks surprised and then starts up anew. Ah! <laughs> it's like... What's the, something changed? What's the matter? Now I would like to hit it with my, with my plus one. <laughs> one baby you didn't get. Once again, that's going to count as another half point. Uh, you only solved half of the issue. So now what am I talking? That was the issue was the two babies. Sorry, it's going to be a full point. That's I'm trying to be too nice. Uh, and I'm, don't, I'm not, I'm not going to be. <laughs> we still have one third of drink on the floor and one crying baby. It's almost a calmed baby, but not, it's not quite there. And we're going to roll on our DMV for the final round here. Oh, boy. <laughs> so as you're singing out loud and you wait to see if it worked, but this one baby keeps crying and Fredly's just like with the socks. He's just doing this whole sock dance. You see one woman. She's up near the front. She's like waiting in line and she's almost at the desk. And she was doing some paperwork that she had to finish before she got to the clerk. And she's like, I don't get it anymore. You just see papers fly into the air. Oh, no. She's like, what the heck is a chassis? And why are they asking me about it? Should I be upset? I don't know if I have a lengthened wheelbase. I, I, I don't get any of this. This woman has become overwhelmed with the paperwork. She does not understand. And uh, this is really going to hold the line up uh, if, she, if she can't get this paper filled out. 
Oh, Jasper, I didn't give you a turn last round. You you still could have done something. I am so sorry uh, because everybody was singing together, but I forgot that you didn't get the chance to help. So Jasper, you, you get an extra turn. You can do something about the drink or the babies. Yeah, well, the problem is you, should, you shouldn't have given me the turn. <laughs> Because I have an idea. Oh, you have um, a, That's fine. No, you can. we can say that. Okay, let's do this, and you're going to say, I'm going to hold my action. <laughs> I hold my action to start next turn. What what Jasper thinks, like, a part of, of, of crying babies is that you have to surprise them in very certain ways to to get them away from the thought of that they are crying, you know? Because you, you can manipulate ba babies quite easily, Jasper thinks. So is Jasper able to get the baby's attention? You can certainly get the baby's attention, but you don't have any influence points left. I just keep that in mind if there's anything that you want to do. <sighs> you can try to do something about the drink instead of the baby, or I will let you hold your turn to see if you can, like, I'll give you an extra turn on the eighth round to try to solve every issue on the eighth round. If you want to be like, you know what, for the seventh round, I hold my turn and then I'll give you an extra round. Okay, then probably let's do this. Then let's do this. You only get minus 1.5 for round seven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, Jasper, you're up first. So you have a, a woman who needs help with her paperwork, a spilled drink, and a crying baby. Can Jasper use word law on like non-magical world? I would say world lore may not be the right role for this, but you could certainly read through her paperwork and roll a research role to see if you can comprehend it a little better than she has. Oh, then I would like to do that because, you know, <laughs> Jasper, Jasper, when, when his grandparents were around, it's always like difficult, you know, with all the paperwork from the offices mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. from the government and Jasper always helped them because they were bad in reading because their eyesight wasn't that good anymore. And so he, um, when he saw the woman, he felt so... Is it an older woman or is she middle-aged? It, it, yes. It, <laughs> she's not like old, old, but yeah, she's like not like old, old, really. Maybe early 50s. Oh, but, but still Jasper feels like, oh, I want to help that woman. And while she's like there screaming around, he's just, you know, trying to calm her down by simply picking up all the papers and giving her a calm look. Okay. And then he's um, getting all together, having a look through it, and then uh, asking, well, miss, if you want, I, maybe I can help you. We can try it together. So you get it done by now. She's like, if you can make any sense of this, I can't anymore. <sighs> Sorry, I, I have to do my breathing exercises. If, if you can look at that. And she starts to do that thing where she breathes through one nostril and then out through the other nostril. <laughs> Sounds like me doing my taxes. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Table <laughs> so, so then Jasper is uh, sitting down on the floor right next to the woman. And just getting out a pen and, you know, just clipping it once. And then, uh, yeah, he's trying to go for research. Perfect. Roll a research roll. See if you can help her figure out if she has a lengthened wheelbase uh, or has had any modifications done to her chassis. <laughs> come on, come on. Oh, oh, it's a 17 again, but plus one on research. Could it be enough? Excellent. Yeah, that's going to do it. Jasper, you remember going to the DMV with your mom now all of a sudden. And she also had similar issues with paperwork. It was a different kind of situation. You weren't there for the same reason. But 
you kind of glimpsed over this and you've always been such a quick study and so great at interpreting information in written form. You're able to basically guide this woman through the paperwork, show her where she needs to write down the pertinent information, and you successfully help this overwhelmed woman with her paperwork. That's a fantastic role. Can I, can I also do something else? Just one more thing I wanted just by is going to do while, while, you know, filling out the blanks that she couldn't. Yeah. When he got all the way through, just like a teacher would, he's like writing some points on the last page and then he's drawing a smiley with good job for her. <laughs> How wholesome. Just to make her feel good. Even though it's just an illusion, I want to make sure the illusion feels good. That's right. We all want a happy illusion. What a metaphor. Okay, so Fredly, you're up. Okay, so Fredly's uh, <laughs> arms are tired and his back hurts from being on the ground too much. He's too old to be on his hands and knees mopping up Pib. So Fredly is going to go over to the remaining crying baby. Okay. So so uh, who, who is holding this baby? Uh, it is a, a young gentleman, young father. And uh, okay. he's holding this baby. Okay, great. Um, hi, hi there. Hi. 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 My name's Fredly, and um, I'm Steve. Would you mind if I uh, had a word with your baby? You can still hold him. Uh, or her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you can. I I just like to just have a quick you, word. You can talk to little Nathaniel. Okay, that's a great name. Uh, I, so I agree. I, I chose it. So yeah. little 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 Nathaniel. Um, you you may not know this, but um, I have a podcast. Um, it's called Inside the Man Cave, and um, uh, I I'd, I'd like to tell you about. Uh, so today's topic is barns. What's what's up with barns? You know, I think barns are very interesting. Who makes them? Uh, I don't know. I. I feel like they're just there. If you haven't d d figured out, Fredly's trying to bore this baby Got it. to, to Got sleep. It. Uh, <laughs> Fredly, this seems like an IP-based action uh, that you are trying to bore this baby to sleep. I will use one influence point because I have so few. I need to be very stingy with them. Well, the good news is that this baby was already broken down, you know, already broken down the broken level, down. one level. Um, was, you know, this, this baby was already heavily affected by the singing earlier. You saw it almost worked, mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes babies, if everything gets too quiet or changes too suddenly, they just get agitated again. But we needed to spend one more last turn to get the group sing to work. One influence point is going to be enough to calm this baby. Yeah. Oh, yay. And so Barnes, I feel like if, if there's a bunch of hay in there, I say, what the hay? How did this get here? You know, so um, next to him, you hear Sassley because she's already back because she also tried to influence the two babies and you hear her. <laughs> you look over and the baby and the father the father's are also asleep, asleep. <laughs> so so if um uh, if if you want to subscribe just go ahead and, and push that button and um <laughs> you know but but please imagine that while he's doing that he's still holding like these drenched socks in his hands <laughs> <Something> <laughs> Uh, that guy is going to wake up and think this was the weirdest dream he ever had. <laughs> so, Sassley, that's your turn again, and everything seems pretty diffused. There's still a little bit of Mr. Pib just kind of mucking things up in the corner there. Yeah, there's, you know, there's one guy who's being called up to the front right now, but he's like, I don't know how to get out of this Pib. 
he's he's like trying to like clean his bag and his shoes but he just keeps dropping it back in it's a problem and sassly looks to to her dad and looks down to the socks and she's like all right i think the last one is on me give me those socks (laughs) all right here you go it's not the first time i've given you socks every christmas i know dad i know and that she walks to the to the little fountain also like tries to make sure that they're like mm-hmm. like out of the stuff and she walks back and she starts to clean and I hope I can do that. Yeah, we've we've established that those socks can hold about one third of the liquid in the room. And you guys were not standing far away from each other, so I th- I think this is pretty easily achievable at this point. You are able to uh Ouija and uh, swab up the rest of that pib uh, <laughs> into your dad's sticky socks. Oh, dad. You have cleared the last obstacle Woo! from this. Well whoop, whoop. done. Yay. Perfect. Dad, I feel like you need to throw them away. They're really old. They have a lot of holes as well. Yeah, well, but I these are my lucky socks. They're all your lucky socks. You always say. I only brought one pair and I've been walking for like three weeks. Ooh, dad. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Okay, you guys ended with 8.5 minutes left on the clock. Well done. All right. So, finally, you look up, you hear the ding of, like, a new number being called. You look up to one of these red displays, and you see B40 displayed, and that is the number that Sassley pulled out of the uh, dispenser earlier. That is us. That is us. Oh, guys, 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 we can go now. Ah, finally. So you get up to the front, there is a middle-aged gentleman sitting there, and he says, Yes, fill out this form, please. License and any registration, please. And Sassley takes that and gives it immediately to Jasper. Yeah, fill out the form. License and registration, all of that. (laughs) You're good at that. He's going to do it. If I could have your driver's license, please. Um, Eric, do you have a driver's license? A what? Jasper? Uh, it should be clear that the guy is looking at the only adult of the group. <laughs> oh, oh, me? me? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, I, uh, okay, driver's license. Um, uh, uh well, how, uh, and, and that would look like what? Maybe somewhere in those pockets of yours? Oh, yeah, yeah, hold on, let's see, um, I got You this, have um, a driver's license, Dad? Um, uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't know, these car, these cargo pants are full of surprises. Since when? Does Mom know about that? <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> you check, like, like, six pockets, and on your seventh try, you find a driver's license with your picture in there. It looks like a non-magical driver's license. This has been illusioned into your outfit. Yes! Oh, what the heck? Look at this! Oh wow! I, 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 hey, look! This kind of looks like me, doesn't it? It's, when, when it's so did, weird. Sassy grabs grabs it. When did you do that? This is awesome. That's amazing. Did you ever drive big trucks? I I must have. Hey, hey, Mr. Man, here, here. That this is my official, totally original driver's license of my Father's dad. Father's license, yes. I I think yes. that's mine, but yes. Yes, it is. He he drove probably trucks and big stuff. He takes the license and he says. Very good. We appreciate your patience. 
but I'm afraid I won't be able to register you today. What? Oh, and why is that? You see, I think we have quite enough pixie elves here already, and we'd like to ask you to leave. What? I knew there was something off about this. No. Leave this campus, and he steps out from behind his desk. Leave this school. You little Trixie elves, leave this castle alone, you sickly elves. And Fredly, you recognize this term, Trixie elves, instead of Pixie elves, from the early part of the Pixie Wars. These were derogatory terms used to smear magically uh, grown produce that was Pixie-made, because Pixies would would produce food magically uh, at a very Mm -hmm. fast, high rate. So they started to call this Trixie Elf food. Couldn't trust it. And that was a smear campaign in an attempt to undermine the agricultural hold that Pixie Elves had on the community and economic prowess. He starts to walk towards you menacingly and says, One Pixie Elf was bad enough. But now more and more are coming. I won't stand for it. Everybody roll bookishness. You are in combat. Oh, 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 okay. Well, I rolled a six. (laughs) I had a one minus one. I was going to say, is there Um, even a zero? (laughs) No, no, no. I rolled a one and I have a minus one. (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but I'm not ready to leave, sir. (laughs) I'm here with a ten. And an eight. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, rollers today. Pretty even under a 10. <laughs> How come I still wrote the highest out of the four of us? That's the same order as before. <laughs> yes, it is. is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. That is true. We stick with the concept here. Okay. On a bookishness roll of 20, the gentleman before you will go first. Sounds fair. Sounds about right. (laughs) I won't move at all. (laughs) He just begins to move towards you and takes a swipe at Fredly, who is the closest, and says, get out of here, and pushes you. Uh, Roll opposed spryness. Nat 20. Yeah. Nat 20. Okay. That's right. Well. You can swipe, but no swiping. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. He rolled an 11, but he goes to push you, and you dodge out of the way with those with those pixie elf feet that are just so, so almost ineffably. Like, mm. just nimble. No one can even comprehend how nimble these feet are. And uh, you get right out of the way. And he says, Gil, Tad. Get them! And you don't see anything, but Jasper, you feel something pass over you and you are suddenly covered in this green goop. You have the condition ectoplasmed. Mm. Oh, you. oh, no! You are ectoplasmed. You have... <laughs> I mean, that's. I didn't realize that that's what that did. Uh... <laughs> I just wrote the system, but uh, you have minus two to sneak and uh, animal trust rolls. <laughs> oh, good. Good to know. Uh-huh. <gasps> Guys, what is this? <laughs> you are covered in this green goo. Roll a pure luck roll, Eric. Pure luck roll, me. 
a pure a pure luck roll because you you don't know what's going on. There's just things happening around you. Okay, I I have vague ideas. Fourteen again? Fourteen? Okay. Yeah. Nothing nothing happens to you. You kind of rock back from all this, and nothing quite seen. No, nothing happens. You're not aware of anything. So you just have this guy in front of you. Jasper knows there's something around him that just ectoplasmed him. And Jasper, why don't you roll world lore? And it's oh, it's a six. Okay. Let's forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be Eric's turn. All right. I want to check something. Mm-hmm. In the moment, this seems like something familiar in more than one way. First of all, we have what feels like someone possessed a part of the illusion. And now there's ectoplasm, which reminds me of the time he actually helped us find the people from Wolf Shield. I'm expecting ghosts in the moment. I want to see if I'm able to get the ghost out of the illusion. Okay. Let's see. I would like to try Divine Einfluss. Divine Einfluss uh, can only be used on others. It's there to detect if people are controlled and glammed. Mm-hmm. If the roll is 13 or higher, uh, it can be used to break a control or a glam condition from others. And if I use it in battle on others as my teammates, they get plus three to bookishness. Okay, perfect. That's really smart. I love that use for this here. Loris's illusions are so realistic that I think this uh, spell would behave like as you would expect. That's what I hope. <laughs> totally. Okay, so roll Divine Einfluss. Okay, that's a... Oh, oh my. Uh, I wrote a 13 plus 2 makes 15. So cast the spell. Tell me how you cast it, and I'll tell you what happens. He's, like, looking at the whole situation, just wondering and processing, like, trying to remember if something like that ever happened. I don't know if this works, but if it's going to, I'm sure you will remember that. <clears throat> Takes his wand. Divine Einfluss. So as you cast this spell, like your wand just kind of glows this golden light that lands on this individual. And where it hits him on the forehead, you see a little circle appear with a dot in the middle of it. And you know from your studies, this means this gentleman is being controlled for sure. And even more so, you kind of amp up the power that the spell is giving so that it can do a little extra. And you just see ejecting out of the back of this guy this glowing blue translucent form. This guy kind of like comes alive and scatters out of the way. (laughs) What's going on? Hey, what are you? Whatever, he gets out of the way. Yeah. (laughs) And you see in front of you a gentleman actually in his thirties and he's wearing yellow and red robes with a patch on the breast. A son in yellow with a red hand holding a wand in front of it. The robes hang open and are fitted tight to the body, hemmed at the sides, and underneath is a fitted vest and a collared shirt. Uh, so it looks kind of like a uniform. He's wearing a metallic kettle hat. So <laughs> one of these weird, uh, like, old-fashioned uh, helms that you would wear to battle. And he holds a ghostly sword in his hand. And uh, roll me world lore, uh, Fredly. All right. I rolled a nat one. <laughs> Not one. Not gonna get anything from me. Wow, <laughs> cool costume, dude. Oh, this guy's dressed up for <laughs> Halloween, I think. 
So uh, this guy is standing in front of you and you now get a clear beat on who exactly this ghost is and what you're facing. Okay, that was your turn, Eric. Jasper, you're up next. What I sensed was probably not the guy that Eric just revealed ectoplasm me, but someone someone else, I assume. <laughs> oh, I don't have my wand with me. My wand is still standing there <laughs> on the ground as a sign. <laughs> Can I use my free action to get to my wand? <laughs> Yeah, it's not a very big room. It's totally, you can use a free action anywhere within the room. Okay. Um, but you won't be able to physical attack from there, just so you know. Okay, so I would like to do that on my way there, um, getting the wand ready. And the guy in that, you know, more or less warrior uniform, I would like to attack him with, uh, with a Kleines Geschenk. Okay, Kleines Geschenk. Perfect. So roll for Kleines Geschenk and tell me the defense roll. <laughs> defense roll is a uh, potency. You know what ghosts don't have? Great potency. Okay, so, oh, you know what I don't have? <laughs> Good luck in rolling the dice. Um, it's, <laughs> it is a magical attack, so it's 10. Yeah, that's not going to do it. He does have a little magic mojo going uh. on. So, I mean, you successfully cast a spell, and you send this wall of light, and you expect it to wrap around him like it did with the Azadva yeah. in this kind of light webbing. And instead, this ghost catches it, and it just absorbs it into its body. Because ghosts are really magical manifestations of somebody who used to be alive, remnants of that magical power. And uh, yeah, this guy just, he just takes it in, he sends it off somewhere. Uh, this did not affect him. Wow, that was so cool and unfortunate. Jasper, <laughs> not the right time! <laughs> Fredly, you're up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I clearly know nothing about what this is. Get out of here, you pixie elf scum. <laughs> Just to remind you. All right, that's it. Sassley, we're out of here. And I and, and he grabs Sassley's hand and they run out the door. He heads towards the towards the door. No, no, Dad. We're Dad, leaving. We need to fight those people. We cannot let them do this to us. We need to stand up for ourselves. We need to Dad. Listen. Nope, we're we're out of here. I've I've had enough. I'm not gonna let you get hurt by these these Halloween costume figures. No, it's it's an illusion. Don't worry. It's just an illusion. Right, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need, to, we need to make it through this. Trust me. So, Fredly, if you're going to use your action to try to pull Sassley out of the room, Sassley and Fredly make opposed spryness rolls, and Sassley, see if you can stay in, in the battle. Fredly's going to try to pull you out. We're getting out of here. 17. Well, I rolled a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dad, listen ah. to me. We need to do this. We need to stand up for ourselves. You're strong like your mother. I, I can't I can't ever control either of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fredly, you try to yank Sassley out of there, but you just, you, she's so resolved to stay and deal with this. And Sassley, you're up. It's your turn. You know what? I do it. I never tried the spell, and I'm very excited to cast it. <laughs> so I'm like, you're going to see that. This is all going to be resolved. Mm -hmm. We're just going to have to trust ourselves. And she turns around, and she just uses her wand, and she says, Recken for Decken. And as soon as you raise your wand, you hear a knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a seven, because I have plus one to magical discovery. What did you need to cast it? I think a three. Okay, yeah, I'm going to make a few rolls here. Okay, something interesting happens on a seven, actually. Believe it or not. Oh my gosh, yes! Ooh. Finally remembering that I have 
like <laughs> plus points. I have like some magic as a pixie elf. Actually, there are three different illusions happening from three different sources right now. Where you are, I did three different roles. Ooh. But the person that you beat was Loris Fuliva, who is casting <laughs> a room-wide illusion at the moment. And for one second, the space in front of you ripples outward and you see things as they actually are. So you see, like, as this kind of bubble of normality expands out from you, you all are, like, <laughs> like standing on top of chairs and desks all over the classroom, <laughs> are, like, in all kinds Class. of weird positions acting things out. Uh, in this illusion, Loris is concentrating. <laughs> it's like VR goggles. It's like people just acting so weird. But nobody else seems to be in the kind of pressure that you four are under right now. They're all like laughing or oh my god. They're just like waiting in line at the DMV. Yeah, some people <laughs> look all, super bored. Like, like looking at their watches. Just... They're all filling out paperwork. Please, just out of curiosity, give us a look of Brock Carter and his father. I was about to say, Brock's Brock's father is very patiently explaining something to somebody. He's just like, you know, um, as I told you, the car just came back from the shop, and it's not a chassis extension uh, per se. That's not what I'm describing to you. Uh, it's actually a different procedure. <laughs> like, it just I thought it would be even better if you would talk to Rhonda and Tina. No, you just have to see it factually. <laughs> this is not a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the best thing is, Rhonda, sit down. <laughs> you just see chairs. Desks are like flying all over the thing. <laughs> or it goes up to Ron, he's like, so uh, when did you meet so Dan? You, <laughs> what are you doing after this? What, what are you doing later? You know, what <laughs> everybody's just kind of dealing with their different scenarios, uh, and you can see Loris Fuliva over by his desk in the corner, uh, actively casting. He's holding his wand aloft, and he is actively casting this spell. So it's going to resume. I thought he was playing play, uh, PlayStation Two or something like. <laughs> <laughs> No, it would appear that in order to maintain his illusion, he has to be in contact with his wand and, and making it happen. And everything kind of disappears, but you do see what remains there, what is not part of the illusion, is the ghost standing directly in front of you. He is there, but Loris seems to be, he is full, full focus on casting basically like maybe 15 different illusions right now. He has no reason to believe that anything wrong would be happening. Uh, so that stays there, and for a moment, you notice that on this two spaces, there seem to be two kind of filled spaces for a second of the illusion that act a little strangely. You don't get a good read on what they are, and the illusion snaps back into place after a moment. Uh, you are right back in the DMV, everything is as it was, but you did for a moment see some kind of weird distortion in the illusion on either side of you as it got ripped out of place, and then snapped back into place. But now everything looks like how it was before. Good spell, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but the others, did they see it as well? Right? Everyone saw it. It's an open... Yeah, everybody could see that. Oh. Guys, did you see that? Yes. Did you see that? Well, that was weird. <laughs> At the top of the order is the ghost in front of you's turn again. We are dealing with a real ghost. And he says... I didn't come and lay rest here so that I'd have to deal with Trixie elves once again. And he's going to swing a sword at Sassly. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Sassly, roll spryness opposed. 
Um, physical attack. It's a physical attack. He rolled a 17. I also rolled a 17. Uh, he wins in a tie, unfortunately. Let's call it a tie. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 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 I just thought about that. And what do I feel? Is he like swinging his sword and I'm bleeding? Like, what is happening? So it's not a physical sword, but... And you've also seen this a little bit from John Poltrain. Ghosts can corporealize a little bit. So it's not like you're getting stabbed with a sword, but you do feel a sharp pain. You do, your body is hit by something. You're going to have to roll a constitution roll. Ow! It's a seven. Mm. Okay, you lose a constitution. And I just have two, right? So you have one constitution left. <laughs> Ow! That hurts! And I'll remind you that I'm in my, my in my moment. No, no, you act. You act, girl. Um, I'll <laughs> remind you that Jasper has two constitution right now. Eric, you have three constitution, but you've been hit once. You'll need to get a 14 in order to uh, survive your next hit. All right. And uh, Bradley, you're doing fine. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> you have two constitution. So that will be another roll from me. Um, make a pure luck roll. Uh, Jasper. Oh, me again. 19. <laughs> Insane. Um, make up your luck roll, Eric. All right. We'll try. 15. Eric, you feel a sharp pain Ouch. on your left shoulder. Okay. And it knocks you back. Roll a constitution roll. Will do. Something is definitely there in front of you. And it's not the same thing that ectoplasm Jasper, because you're on different sides, unless that thing is moving around. 19. 19. That's going to be a survival. You'll need to roll 17 on your next constitution roll. Okay, perfect. Eric, it's your turn. Uh, so something invisible just hit me. I can't see it. The only thing I can see is the ghost with the sword. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I can't fight something that I can't see. You have, you have an idea of it, but you'll basically make that attack with disadvantage if you want to attack the invisible thing. But you can also definitely try to attack the the ghost that is in front of you. Okay, so so let's see how how ghosts deal with Zauberschlag. I ever always wanted to know that. So I'm going to hit with an overall uh, plus one on the attack, a uh, twenty. A twenty. Okay. I mean, he'll roll spryness, but I don't think he can even beat that. <laughs> he has not great spryness. So you cast Salvishlog and this pure blast of magical energy shoots across and hits him square in the chest. And he just kind of flies back and roll a constitution roll. He loses a constitution, absolutely. But you see he doesn't go down. So this guy has more than one constitution. Get away from my friend. A friend of a pixie elf is no friend of mine. But you see this guy is looking pretty wounded. Jasper, you're up. The most recent attack went at Eric. Um, you pro you saw him stumble backwards. You know there's something over there. My idea is to actually just r run directly into that direction in order to, if I maybe pass something or go through something, like the ectoplasm would maybe, some okay. of it would stick to the thing I walk through. You want to ectoplasm okay. the ghost. <laughs> you want to ectoplasm a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just to to make you know, if you want, if something is invisible and you put liquid on it so that you can actually see the silhouette. They say two ectoplasms don't make a right. 
I'm not sure about that logic, but you do know that whatever these things are, they seem to have corporealized a little bit to be able to hit and damage you folks. So go for it. Run. It's going to be a spryness roll, and it's you're going to have disadvantage. So take you know roll twice, take the lower roll. Okay, okay. I feel like back then with the Albertriches. <laughs> So the first one is a, a 16 minus, it's a 15, the first one. The second one is a 20 minus 1. Oh no, it was a natural 20! It was a natural 20. Uh, we have to go with the with the 15 in this case, and you just run willy-nilly. Nothing happens. You, 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 And the rest of you just see Jasper take off across the room. And he is like also, although he's like running for it and screaming, he's trying to be as, you know... Uh, unnoticeable as possible, not to make him aware. So he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Fredly, you're up. As much as Fredly wants to just go ape on this ghost and attack him, he uh, puts himself between Sassley and the ghost so she can't get attacked again. And he says, okay, hold, hold, hold still. I don't want to. <laughs> no, not you. I'm talking to my daughter. Leave me Leave me alone. Dad, I don't want you to get hurt. You need to get out of the way. I'm all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Pixie Puffalaster on you. You ready? Just, just hold still. I like that. I had it a lot when I was a child. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I, I rolled a six. So <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm just, I'm just kind of nervous and upset right now. It, it, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do it. When does it start to work? Uh, at eight. Um, did you add all your bonuses and stuff in? Did you? Oh, uh, I have one plus one magical discovery, which would make it a seven, which it still doesn't do anything. What's your deafness? Plus two. Yeah, so you have plus three then. I do. Yay! Oh, amazing. Great. So I've I've got a nine. So I can heal any character who has survived one Constitution roll. So like the way that in my mind this works is like you like have little plants with you and you're like making a little salve, you know, you're doing your naturopath thing. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't the best one you ever made. You're making it really quickly, but you can heal one character, one hit worth of damage. So not a full constitution. Sassley just lost a constitution, so this isn't going to work on her right now, but you could use it on either of the other two. They both have a hit. It's okay, Dad. Use it on the others. They need it more. <laughs> all right. Well, okay, I'll try. I guess I'll just use it on the, the, the guy that just went running into the nowhere, I guess. I'm sorry, what father would do that? Like, you're right, Sassy. I'll just help one of the others. I'm well, sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I use it on, on Jasper, who just went running into the <laughs> into nowhere. I'm fine. Get, get, here, take this. Oh, thank you. Into the unknown. How do you administer <laughs> it to him? Do you, like like blow it do you you just like throw it or like how does it work in your mind um well it's a it's a puff laster so it's definitely something <laughs> yeah. that has to just like you just have to throw it and it has to hit him directly in the middle of his face you've taken out like a a, a specific like long you know stringy strong leaf you know like mm -hmm. a like a piece of a fern or something and you put a salve on it and you just toss it on him and it slaps onto his body like <laughs> just yep just right on the forehead and uh, Jasper, you are healed one hit worth, so you needed to survive a 14 or higher. Yes. And now you don't. You, you only need to roll an 11 or higher to pass your next constitution. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Rosemary Nature Spring. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. And Sassley, you're up. I'm thinking, like, I would either go for overjoyed and Freuden to make them very happy and, like, not, 
like less aggressive and also like get down there like guard a bit or I could try to run away and do reckon for Deccan again to make the others more visible the other but I'm not actually harming them so I don't know I think you're all aware that these are ghosts at this point I've given a world lore role to Jasper and to Redley but Sassly make a world lore roll a six <laughs> do what you think is best <laughs> I think I try to like hide behind one of the chairs as a free action okay and then would probably also do Zauberschlag. I will say that if you do Reckon for Deccan, it won't give away your position because it's kind of like an area effect spell, but Zauberschlag might let them know where you are if you're hiding. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> all right. I do Reckon for Deccan, guys. <laughs> all right. I'm going to try to crawl behind the chair. They didn't see me. Oh, it hurts. All right. Let's see this new spell. I will make it work. Where is everyone? All right. Wreck him for Deccan. I have to say this. It's a new spell. <laughs> I'm not very good at that. Um, but it is a seven. <laughs> the same thing happens. We get a glimpse and then they're gone. Nothing happens this time, Sassly. It is a really hard spell. It's really hard. Yeah, you're like, I think I'm doing this spell, right? <laughs> is it for Deccan wreck him? I really wonder. It's going to take a little more oomph maybe to reveal these creatures than, than that. Michael, I have oomph. Sassy has oomph. My die that doesn't have any oomph. <laughs> Change them up. Ch pick a different die. Pick a different die. <laughs> uh, that brings us back to the top of the order. That's the ghost. Sassy's hiding. Fredly did a great job of healing up Jasper a little bit, who's kind of run off to the side. And uh, Eric scored a really strong hit on this guy. So he says... If you align yourself with the Trixie Elves, then you have nothing to do with me. I came here for peace. I had everything taken from me. And he takes a swipe at you, Eric. Yeah. He rolls a one. Don't even bother to roll. Okay. He slashes at you with his sword, but what we'll say is nothing happens. He was not able to corporealize quite enough in this moment. Corporealizing your body is a little easier. I'm going to say that with the sword to make that hit, it takes a little extra ghost oomph. <laughs> uh, he swings through you and you don't feel anything at all. Oh my god, so... All right, that was surprisingly underwhelming. <laughs> okay, Fredly, roll a luck roll. All right. 14. Excellent. Jasper, roll a luck roll. 12. Jasper, you <sighs> get hit across the back and you stumble forward roll a constitution roll oh but i only need 11 that's true 16 nice okay you survive you'll need a 14 to survive your next one <laughs> you look gratefully at fredly <laughs> you're welcome you did run in this direction and if you had run into whatever this is you probably would have hit it but you just missed it because you can't see it it's invisible that's gonna be eric again Oh, and actually, I want to add that Jasper, you hear something, a different but similar sounding voice saying, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get get out of here, <laughs> you elf panderer. <laughs> In the moment, I think I'm the one who needs to take the aggression from the visible ghosts. I'm fine with that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, not trying to bother with influence spells on that guy. I don't know how well that would work for the time being, as there are two others. I just keep going with Zauberschlag. Okay. Talking about peace and attacking children. Yeah. Works out. Leave us alone. So I rolled a 20. Oh my god, he literally rolled a 19. Um, there's n- which I already rolled, but actually there is no defense roll against a 20, as you know. Yeah. This hits, he rolls a constitution roll, he rolls a six and fails. You just see him decorporealize, and he says, We don't want you here, so get out. Tad, Gil, take care of them. And you know he's talking to these other two invisible creatures that are here with you, and he fades out of existence. Now, uh, it is Jasper's turn once more. And we still can't see them, right? No, you still can't see them, but you know there's one really close to you. Oh, Eric, roll world lore. Now watch me miserably fail the roll. <laughs> yeah, why learn anything about the stuff I create? Let's just let's just beat it up. <laughs> I, I rolled a 10, minus one, nine. Okay, with a nine... I'm going to say, I mean, you know now these are definitely ghosts. Yeah. You know that anything that ghosts touch get ectoplasmed if they, like, are able to physically touch you. You know that ghosts can turn invisible, and you know they have other abilities as well that uh, this dungeon master has been forgetting to use. Like, the whole, oh, my God, I just planned this encounter so long ago. <laughs> Anyways, you know they have another ability, um, but you haven't felt anything else happened so far so that's all you know from a nine unfortunately yeah it it's fine is it my turn it is your turn since i am desperate what to do maybe i can since we know the the ghost that that just uh, was um defeated he said the their names right which were tad and gill tad and gill gill i was like dill tad and dill <laughs> yeah tad and gill and gad <laughs> <laughs> not gad and till um, what, what, what Jasper thinks, like, maybe, because our problem is that we can't see them right now, is trying to find a way to, to make them visible. So, since he heard the voice of the ghost before, um, he's trying to remember that voice and going for sudden Nachklang. And what are you going to say with sudden Nachklang? I think I want to say something like... Show yourself. Yeah, <laughs> show yourself. <laughs> no, um, it's like something like, time to... Show them power. Time to show them power. And then they're like even stronger. And then they're like, (laughs) you're right, master. We will kill them right away. (laughs) Time to to show ourselves. Yeah, that I would appreciate that. (laughs) You you brought you paused the battle, you took this in for a workshop, you brought it back, and you say you want to say time to show yourselves with this ghost that you were fighting's voice. Yes. Uh Roll sudden knocklong. See if you can do that. Oh, please, please. And it's a 19 plus 1. Ooh. Okay, that works. You sound exactly like this ghost. So you hold the wand to your throat and the, you, you say the words and in this way that the spell does, it carries your voice away from your body so that they don't know where the sound is emanating from. They just hear the voice say, Show yourselves, boys. And well, no, was that it? What was it? <laughs> time, to show, sorry, time, to, <laughs> time to show yourselves. And you have correctly guessed that this other ghost was the leader as 
you see two ghosts appear wearing the same kind of uniform that the other one was wearing. One says, okay, Brixel, we're all in. And the other says, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna scare you away. Um, these guys are not as threatening as the guy that you already took down. <laughs> That's right, boys. <laughs> all right, Craven, Craven Goyle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know me. You know I love idiot sidekicks. <laughs> they do show themselves. Fredly, it's your turn. Great. Um... Leave this place, Pixie Elf. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Just for reminding us. Um, I'm going to do big magic. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> Just kidding. Just I would kidding. literally poop myself. I would die. <laughs> you just made me break out in a sweat. <laughs> I was I was gonna wait longer, but I was like, no, I don't want him to think that I'm any remotely serious. Um, no, I would be remiss if I didn't cast Pixie Puffalance again. Perfect. So I'm going to not the ghost that Jasper's near, but the other one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast my Pixie Puffalance. <laughs> Okay, I rolled a 15, uh, which means poisonous plants may be created. If another character comes into contact with a poisonous plant, they are poisoned. <gasps> Good. Perfect. So you can create any kind of poisonous plant that you want to try to give these ghosts a poison condition. And I'm going to make them roll a spryness roll to see if this ghost gets out of the way before your magic takes hold. So what do you create in this moment? Great. I'm going to create that that little that plant from the movie Jumanji that shoots those little thingies at that hit Kirsten Dunst in the neck. And she goes, oh my gosh, like the giant evil flowers. Yeah, but like this one like specifically shoots out like these little like things that stick her with poison. Okay. Like little darts of poison. Perfect. So, you just see Fredly in a very uncharacteristic moment stretch his arms out and like magic just <laughs> emanates like thrums from him in sudden power. And the chair behind him like bursts into plant life and is covered with these vines and these big purple flowers. And you see two flowers go and spit these little poison needles out. And he absolutely fails. I, I can tell you now that ghosts get a plus three to spryness when they're invisible, but have a minus one to spryness when they are visible. So you see one of these ghosts gets just absolutely nailed with one of these poison dart things dart things one of these poison darts and he's like oh trixie pixie elf and don't you forget it <laughs> i won't i didn't even in death i remember stay away from my daughter he is now poisoned on his turn he'll have to roll a poison roll every single turn to see whether or not he rolls a constitution roll that is Tad. Tad is poisoned. Tad's poisoned just a tad. Tad's poisoned just a tad. Sassly, it's your turn. I would go for Zauberschlag for the same one. Okay, on the same one. So Sassly stands up from behind her chair and just gives a big... Zauberschlag! (laughs) (laughs) And it is an 18! Yes! Nice! I might be small and weak, but I still gotcha. Look that, look. <laughs> he rolls a 12, and Fredly, you do see that Sassly has managed to get pretty good control of her magic. You didn't, mm. you know, you saw her kind of do this weird illusion manipulation moment earlier. You weren't really sure what that was, but here you see very clearly 
you know, magic blasting out of her wand, and she nails this ghost, Tad, uh, who loses a constitution. He rolled a six on his constitution roll. Yes. Oh, wow. So... This father-daughter team has managed to get this ghost. He's looking a little more translucent than before. And he says, Oh, I lost this battle once already, and it feels like it's happening again. And it is Tad and Gil's turns again. You see them begin to glow with this red energy, and you understand that you are about to experience something different. Boss face two. New life bar. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they both use their ability, anger things. And Fredly, you feel Gil try to reach into your mind for a second. And you feel this wave of emotion hit you, but you're able to shake it off. It doesn't do much to you. <sighs> I'm losing my neck. But Eric, you feel this intense wave of fear come over you. You are so afraid and a little angry and you begin to lash out at the closest person to you with the most recent attack spell that you used, which is Zalbeschlag. It is your turn. Yeah. Is Tad poisoned? Um, yes. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Tad is poisoned. We're going to roll a poison roll for Tad here. Good to have you here. I was wondering as well. That's right. So he rolls a d6. If it's a 4, 5, or 6, he passes. If it's a 1 through 3, he fails. It is a 1. He rolls a constitution roll. It is a 16, which he survives. Ooh. <laughs> He'll need a 14 or higher to live again, but even more life is sapped out of him. Eric. Yeah. Without knowing what you're doing... You turn around and you fire Zauberschlag on Jasper. I knew it. I had a feeling. I'm too close. I'm all, that's why I don't. That's why I'm. I'm family guy. Don't get too close to friends. They always backfire on you. You said we're like family. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let's see what the dice is going to say. You know, I know that you usually roll quite high. I mean, can you can you skip that for this one? Thirteen. Jasper, roll Sprinus. Four minus one. Jasper, roll a constitution roll. Fifteen? Is it enough? As you got reset, it does. Yes. <laughs> yes, because of uh, Freddy's ah. healing, you do keep that constitution. So what you see is these two glowing ghosts, and one of them, this like just wave of emotions, hits Eric who is now blinded with fear. He has given into this ghostly influence. He turns around and without thinking just goes, get away from me, boom. And he casts Zauberschlag at Jasper, who stumbles back into the chairs behind him, but manages not to lose a constitution. And these two ghosts say, we won't stop. We'll keep coming until you elves leave this castle grounds and to find out what happens next you'll have to tune in next week to jk we are rolling <laughs> we won't give up it's right it's dead. Dead. Still like to jk we rolling it's magic out of control start running it's coming
Magician Master is Michael Moore. Sassley Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Fredly Nature Spring is Nate Huntley. Theme song by Aaron Richard with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. Hey folks, thanks for hanging in there with us for that longer episode. Honestly, we just had so much fun recording this one and I didn't want to cut anything out. I hope you had as much fun as we did listening in. What makes the episodes even longer is that there is a little cutscene from the show at the end of all of this. It's always there, so don't miss out on those little inside jokes or truly just random moments. Our special guest today was once again Nate Huntley. If you enjoyed Nate's work in this episode, why the elf not go check out his YouTube channel, Argyle Gargoyle. If not because he's funny, then do it because he's a real nice guy. Uh, editing has begun on the third and final installment of JK It's D&D, our Patreon-only miniseries where I play an Earth Elemental and Sebastian steps into the role of Dungeon Master. I will be aiming to get that out this month. Our Patreon poll about which fake magical creature Jasper will read about in his book seems to have chosen the smash Skeeto. I will say we had to record all of our guest episodes at once, so if you would rather see Jasper convinced of the existence of Jelly Toe Toads or Okulare, you have a couple more weeks to put in a vote. But at this time, it is the Smash Skeeto, an absolutely hilarious creature that will enter the world of our podcast. And uh, that's it for me this week, folks. So until next time, keep your head, brain sharp, and your wand at the ready. Probably my favorite thing about last episode is the is how much you freaked out over Ross. <laughs> I thought that I was like, because you and I didn't talk about that at all. Like, I didn't know Not that once. was going to be your reaction. <laughs> and I was absolutely just love that. Like, that's great. It just really like it even made the world like come to life a little bit for me. And I thought, you know, like even even for me, for someone else to like kind of affirm <laughs> a, a character in our world is it's cool. It's like, yeah, he is. Of course. He is. He's dope. And you He's have dope. a little picture in your man cave. I was like, I'm <laughs> sorry, I did cave? not know that Mr. Ehrman, I did not know. What did I say? Uh, I can't wait to produce our, our separate <laughs> podcast, uh, Live from the Man Cave with Fred Lee. <laughs> 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 Just Fred Lee talks about different objects of importance in his man cave. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside the Man Cave. Today, we're going to be talking about Ross Ehrman. <laughs> and then you hear every now and then you hear... Bradley, <laughs> oh, what okay, is up uh, there? Guess we're gonna cut it short again. <laughs> That's the end of every single episode, <laughs> and it's like, and each episode is like three minutes, minutes long, <laughs> and it's it's supposed to be thirty, but always like, <laughs> Bradley, Mary Nature speak. Okay, guys, I have to go. go, go, go. I have to go. I have and to go. listen she, next she week. She doesn't know that I do this podcast. <laughs>